Welcome to the Fabric Podcast, where we explore company culture and how it scales as a company grows. Brought to you by the team at The Receptionist, a bootstrapped Denver-based software company. Each episode of Fabric will set out to uncover unique and uncommon answers to the question, how do companies of any size create a culture and core values that employees actually live out? Did you notice anything different in that intro? Guess what? We're no longer the check-in podcast. We are the Fabric Podcast. And on today's episode, we're joined by Michael Ashford, Director of Marketing, to tell you all about this new change, why we rebooted and rebranded, how we did it as a company, and what you can do if you are considering some big changes in your company and you're not quite sure if the timing is right. We also share more about what you can expect from the Fabric Podcast, including learning more about our culture and how it's going to scale as we grow. But we don't just want to talk about ourselves. We'd like to hear about our customers and even our non-customers. So stick around for the show and look out for that special invitation at the end of today's episode. All right, we are back on the podcast. Michael, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, Sarah. And this is going to be an exciting episode, I think. I know. I think so too, because we have a big surprise, which listeners probably already caught on to. But let us know (laughs) what is going on with the podcast. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Well, for one, we're doing a video podcast now. So uh, I guess the rest of the world, if they want to, they can see our beautiful faces. I know you can see what we actually look like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we have rebranded the podcast. It is no longer called The Check-In. It is called The Fabric Podcast. And we're going to get into the reasons why we did that today. But uh, this will not be a show about quilting and sewing and uh, what different fabrics you use to Sorry create. Sorry for those of you who yeah. found us thinking, this is my next sewing podcast. This is That's not, not that. going to be this. That's not going to be I don't. Th- I don't know that any of us here at the reception is sew. So. <laughs> maybe someday as the team grows, maybe we'll get some crafters. That's true. And, um, but yeah, I love that we're rebranding from more of what we do, the check-in, yeah. to more of who we are, the yeah. fabric podcast. And and that's exactly, that's a great way to put it, Sarah, is I was listening to all of our episodes and just over and over again, we brought up fabric, our core values, our culture in darn near every episode. And we touched on fun, authentic, bold, respectful, innovative, collaborative on on almost every single Mm -hmm. episode. And it just kept being this, this theme that much like sewing and fabric. It just wove itself through every episode. And I, 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 and the rest of the team said, we think this is a good opportunity to, again, readjust what we're doing here on the podcast and see if we can really drive into this idea of how do you make company values and, and culture scale in the same way that you're trying to make a business scale, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's true. It got to a point where I, on every episode, I was like, well, here we are talking about fabric (laughs) again, which was never a surprise because that is obviously so important to who we are and what we do. So it definitely makes sense that we are shifting the podcast to reflect on that more. So you already told us, you know, what fabric stands for, but for anyone who's new or maybe hasn't heard our particular episodes where we dig into it, can you share a bit more about fabric, what it means, how it plays a role here? Yeah. So it's always interesting. We always describe fabric as, of course, our company values and, and the culture, how we build our culture here at The Receptionist. We want to be fun, authentic, bold, respectful, innovative, and collaborative. And everyone at the company can recite it just as clear as day as, as I just did. What we 
how we always have to explain it is this wasn't something where we said, oh, uh, how can we make our company values fit into the word fabric? Like we didn't come up with fabric and, and then create the acronym after that. It was, uh, it was the effort of our CEO and president, Andy Alsup, and our two co-founders, Jess Marshall, Jessica Marshall, our director of customer experience, and Dylan Berry, our director of engineering. They were really working through the traction model, which we've talked about on the podcast before, and coming up with our company values. And it organically, as so much stuff does with even just changing the podcast, this is right. happening organically. It organically came to a place where we were one letter off. And I, I can't remember which letter it was, but I think it was Jessica who said, hey, if we switch this letter <laughs> to be, let's say it was an A instead of a C, mm -hmm. then it would spell out the word fabric. And that was just kind of an aha moment for everyone. And what we, what we absolutely do is before the start of our team meetings, we, we talk about what fabric is. Uh, you'll hear it in everyday language at the company and we want to make it. And it is something that we truly live out every single day that we, that we come into work. And so it just made sense that we would, like I said earlier, dig deeper into this idea of how do you create a company value that is authentic, that is organically produced, but that employees actually live out. And that's right. what we want to explore moving forward. We're still going to get into our business and, and how we're trying to grow as a bootstrapped company, because that's still an element of fabric in our culture, but we want to expand what that looks like. Absolutely. And what I love too, about this idea of fabric is, you know, when you talk about company culture, I think you often think internal, right? Like this yeah. is who we are internally, how we act with each other, but this is also external. This is how we want to yeah. do business with the people that we work with, or even the people who don't end up becoming our customers. Fabric yep. really is woven throughout internally and externally who we are as a company. You know, I'll, I'll mention something that took place in an interview that we were in on yesterday with a potential uh, job candidate. One of the things that I said during that interview was, obviously, we've got a product that we're trying to sell. And Dylan has created an amazing product. But there's a lot of competitors in the space uh, of, of visitor management systems. What I and the rest of the team here at the receptionist want to do in core, you know, um, conveying that those core values to the rest of the world is we want to create an affinity for who we are as a, as people. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at you know fun, the F in fabric, you know, yesterday it was Halloween as we record this and. <laughs> <laughs> we jumped on a we jumped on our our weekly sneak peek webinar and we made it the spooky halloween edition of the webinar and tom our director of sales dressed up as slash and during our webinars <laughs> <laughs> from from the band guns and roses yeah uh he dressed up as slash and during our webinars tom is actually on video much like you and i are right now and so the audience gets to see Tom, our director of sales in this long flowing, you know, he's bald like yeah, he's I am. Bald, but... <laughs> so you guys will see him eventually. <laughs> I think we're going to put that episode up on our channel oh, when we actually launch it just so, so people could see like we, we don't take ourselves too seriously. And at the end of the day, this is who we are. We're not trying to fake this. And we want other people to understand that and, and have an affinity for who we are as a people, not just because we have an amazing product as well. Absolutely. So it's clear that culture is really important to us. It and, is. And as you said, that will be a part of what we're doing here on 
the rebooted podcast, but it won't just be us and talking about our culture and even talking about our business. So why is it important that we dig into not only our culture, but the culture of other companies as well? Because we're not the adult be all. (laughs) There are other people who have done it. Yeah. (laughs) There are other people who have done it uh, differently, but seen great results from it. And that's what we want to explore. What does culture look like outside of the receptionist? How are companies thinking about it, especially in today's business environment, political environment, social environment? There are a lot of things that business leaders and employees of companies have to think at, think about that affect not just the bottom line of the company, but how those employees act and feel and perform in their job. And culture is and core values are a huge part of that. So we want to explore what that looks like. We want to go to our customers, for for instance, and ask them and, and dig up those instances where they're doing things really um, in an interesting and, and different way. We want to go to people who aren't our customers and figure out what they're doing and see and just bring those stories to light. We want to uncover those things because it is so important to us. Yeah, well, I look forward to talking with all of those new companies that we bring in and learn more (laughs) about what they're up to. So let's shift gears for a moment because from a marketing standpoint, it can feel scary to make a change like this, to, to shift the direction of something that's a critical part of your business, like the podcast. So why is it important to be willing to change? Well, uh, at the end of the day, my my title is the director of marketing, and we want to get our message out there as, and broadcast it as widely as we can. And we have to be willing to adjust what that message looks like. One of the things that I heard recently, and I, I'm sorry, I can't attribute it to the person because I don't remember who it was, but I, I remembered what they said. They said, the time to make a change is the time when something is working really well because you have time on your side. No one's really expecting anything. There's no pressure to do so. So you can be creative and free and loose with it and test and iterate on things. And that's something that Andy is really big on as well as testing and, and constantly pushing, you know, for, for trying different things and, and seeing yeah. if they work or not. And, and the podcast is one of those things. A lot of marketers look at podcasts as just simply a fun kind of branding exercise. For us, it is about getting our message out there. And it's a, the podcasting space and the podcasting world is, I believe, still in its infancy. And it's something that I, I think just like you would A-B test a subject line in an email, you should be constantly testing and thinking about how do I make the content as mo- as relevant as possible to the audience who who we bet most want to attract. Right. And that's important because as we said, it it sort of became logical for us. Like we always talk about fabric in yeah. the show. It makes sense that we might shift to that, but it's also about what the listeners might be interested in. As we said, it's not just internally what we do. It's we want to make sure we're serving the people who are wanting to know more about us and, and what we do, whether they're our customers or not. But I could see where um, from a marketing standpoint, that could be hard to do, or you might question, should we make this change? So how might a company come to a conclusion that they might need to shift their marketing efforts? I love what you said, like when things are going well, that can be a good time to do it. But but how might they sort of figure out, you know, it might be time to, to make a different choice or try something new? You look at your metrics, I think, first and foremost, I mean, you look at podcast downloads as, you know, mm-hmm. a great one or, or reach, what's the reach that you're getting? 
that and that's just in the podcasting world and in really anything that marketing does there's a measurable uh, there's something measurable that you can take away from it and say hey are we getting better at this are we getting more efficient in our spend at this but i'm really big on gut feel as well mm-hmm. and and that your your first intuition is usually the right one it's that gut check moment where you you feel it and I think a lot of marketers are are sometimes scared to trust that and and also aren't confident in articulating that to perhaps their boss or their manager. Right. You know, it's really hard to come into a meeting and say, "Well, I just feel this is right." But if you back it up with the things that we've been talking about, this is something that we say as as that we believe in as a company. This is something that we that comes up on every single episode. Mm-hmm. This is a way for us to engage the greater market and not just talk about ourselves and our customers, but you know, be be bold. The be in fabric, be bold and go out there and ask other companies who aren't our customers, ask our customers uh, and get more guests on the show to expand the working knowledge of what it means to have a great company culture. So while at the end of the day, yes, you you can measure just about everything that marketing does. I I love just the gut feel aspect right. of it. Like you, when you know, you know, and I, I think that's not to be taken lightly. Absolutely, but also we work in a company where those gut instincts can be trusted a lot of the time because yeah. we have that team behind us that is going to respectfully hear what that is. And I think as we know, unfortunately, that's not the case in every single company. So it's nice here that that gut instinct is something that you can trust and then know that when I bring this to the team, it's going to be heard. Said perfectly. And and (laughs) that's, that, that actually leads to, I guess, a higher level goal that I have with this podcast is we as a company want to show that you can grow a company and still care about the people in the company and mm-hmm. and the the human element of the employees for far too long i think a lot of us can perhaps agree that companies were simply working to be this assembly line of you come into work and you have an output and you leave at the end of the day and that we as a company don't care what happens after work before work during work to your <laughs> mental work, yeah right. to, to your mental <laughs> right to That's your to mental it. state. So we want to we want to be a champion of that mentality that mm-hmm. you can grow and scale a really successful business and and we happen to be doing it through bootstrapping it, you know, not mm-hmm. taking on funding. N- no right way or the other or wrong way or the other there, not judging, but that's how we are doing it, but we're trying to grow, we're trying to scale, we have big goals and we want to be people. We want to be we aware of the people side of things as well, as much, if not more so than the bottom line. Absolutely. Well, and this is a really exciting time to do that because we talked in a recent episode about our 21 operational plan and how we yeah. will be growing. And at the end of Q4 of 2021, we will be at 40 people yeah. in the company <laughs> and over 10,000 locations. So this is a great time to really look at how we do scale that culture as sure. our company grows. For sure. I mean, we're going to be having our newest marketing hire on the podcast here really soon. I'm no longer yeah. a marketing team of one here at the, at the receptionist. <laughs> so the, and, team, the team yeah. of one. We're a team of two now. 
I'm really excited for that, but I'm turning right back around and hiring for another role right after the first of the year. And, you know, it's, it's coming fast and furious right now. And it is, it's something that we are vitally aware of is we're going to be growing ourselves in, in major ways, substantive changes are coming to this company over the next year to 18 months. Mm -hmm. And my goodness, like we love what we do right now and we want to, we want to hold on to that, but also change as, as the circumstances do. Right. Because yeah, what you can do with a team of 10 might be different with a team of 40 oh, yeah. in, in good ways and challenging ways. It's just, it's different. So it's good to be sort of on yeah. top of how that's going to evolve. So let's just chat briefly when you had this sort of gut feeling, like we should go a different direction with the podcast. What was then the collaborative nature into actually coming to this conclusion to then tell me, okay, we're doing it. Like yeah. this is happening. Get ready. <laughs> Get your hair done because you're on video now. Right. <laughs> what was the collaborative nature? It's uh, it was a build up to our quarterly team meeting where we sit down and talk about what our rock is for the upcoming quarter. And so for the folks who have listened to the podcast or know the traction model, the EOS traction model. Every quarter you have a individually, you have a rock that you work on that big item that if you get nothing else done in the quarter, that's the thing that you get done. And I had been having this gut feel that I wanted to make a change with the podcast. So I started to a first and foremost, talk to the people that I, I interact with most Tom, the director of sales. He, he's a great sounding board. He thinks a lot like I do. And so we just started talking about what would a change look like? What direction would we go? When, once we brought on Kayla, certain we had uh, our new um, campaigns manager here at the receptionist, certainly I brought her into that conversation. It was a conversation with Andy during my one-on-one meetings with him and kind of fleshing out, what do you think? Do you, do you feel this would be a good idea? Here are the, because we came up with a bunch of different ways or pathways we could take this podcast. And we kind of settled on what we're talking about here. And then I brought it to the greater team in that, that Q4 planning meeting to basically present my rock to the team. And what we do after those meetings is we kind of leave a week of a gap in there. And and anybody who has questions about your rock can come to you, ask you questions. When you announce to the entire team that, Hey, you're going to be on video more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For instance, <laughs> some of that, us are like, oh man. Yeah, that can <laughs> <laughs> that can cause some heart palpitations in some people. <laughs> so you just start making the case internally yeah. as well. And you know, I think everybody is on board with it because they understand just how Im- how impactful fabric is to us. And it it just felt naturally right to yeah. name this the Fabric Podcast and, and go that direction. Awesome. And so obviously we've, we're rebranding the podcast. We've got video of this. Um, but also, as you mentioned, we're going to have a channel so people can see the videos yeah. of the podcast, but what sorts of other things will people possibly see on our channel now? Yeah. So we're going to do, I've been tasked to document a lot more. <laughs> Andy came to me one day and said, Hey, we're growing so much as a company that month to month, you know, quarter to quarter, we change so much, even the, the physical space that we're in, in the office. And I'm, I'm not in the office right now. I'm in my, my, uh, office at home, but we're getting ready to, to undergo some changes to our space to accommodate the growing staff that we have. And and we want to document that because we were thinking, man, we don't have any pictures of when we first started. 
Mm. And, and the the little space that we were in, the the yeah. little folding table and chairs that we had as a as a brand new startup. So we want to document more of that, not just in pictures, but in videos, some behind the scenes work. I have it on my my list to do more client testimonials. So actually mm-hmm. going on site to customers and really getting a feel for how are they using the receptionist and and what is it allowing them to do above and beyond in their jobs that they perhaps weren't able to do uh, previous to the receptionist. So getting more client uh, FaceTime in there. Yeah, I love that because we yeah. we've had a number of you know customer spotlights on the podcast so far. And it is so fun and interesting to hear how they're using the receptionist in their setting because everyone's using it slightly differently and finding ways that really just make a lot of sense for their needs and their clients' needs. So I think that would be really cool to actually go in and see the people and see what that actually looks like. Yeah. I our uh one of our customer support representatives, Hannah Morris, who's been on the podcast, everybody has at this point. Um, she said, or no, it's actually Kaylee, our business development rep. Kaylee said, so this is kind of going to be like the office. If you love the the show, the office. And I was like, you know, (laughs) it's not going to (laughs) be, we we don't have a Michael Scott. Tom may be Michael (laughs) Scott. (laughs) He's probably going to hate me for saying that. all the best ways of (laughs) Michael Scott. We love you, Tom. But, uh, (laughs) you know. The closer we can get to documenting yeah. the life of what it looks like at the receptionist and who our customers are, yeah, I would love to be compared to the office oh, if, that's, that's awesome. if that's what it is. I feel like we're going to have lots of like gym moments of just like looking at the camera. like Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exciting. I mean, I think, you know, for, for all of us involved, we obviously love fabric. It's who we yeah. are and it does come up all the time. So it makes yeah. sense that we can focus on that um, even more, um, but also while understanding what's going on with us as a company and meeting more of our customers and even people who yeah. aren't our customers. So before we wrap up today, I know you've got kind of a final request you want to uh, make to our listeners. So yeah, listen. So as part of everything that we've talked about, we need guests. We we want more guests. We want the the content to come from the broader market. And so if you know of a company that has a unique culture or doing something really unique, I, I came across a company the other day that they give, uh, they, they make their employees take a certain amount of vacation each year. And if you meet that, they actually pay their employees a bonus. Like, oh. That's really cool. That is, a, that is a core value or a core belief yeah. of that company that taking time off to work on yourself and be with family and, and just take a break is really important to them. It's not unlike the fact that Andy, our CEO, makes us take a minimum of two weeks off every year. And so I reached out to them. Hopefully we can get them on the podcast. I won't say who they are yet, but we want those stories. So if you know of a company doing something like that, reach out. If you are one of those companies doing something like that. Yeah. Customer of the receptionist or not. And this is not a sales attempt. Right. <laughs> We're not going to get you on the podcast and say, you hey, do you want to? <laughs> yeah. We just want to hear about what you're up to and what's working. Exactly. So reach out to me, Michael at thereceptionist.com, or you can email marketing at thereceptionist.com. Either one of those will work. And I would love to explore what that looks like with you. So yeah, if that is you, if that is your company, if that is a company you know, reach out. We'd love to have you on. Good. Well, we, I look forward to meeting some of you and the people that you refer because yeah. we can't wait to, to hear more than what we're up to because we know what right. we're up to. So we want to exactly. keep sharing. 
Well, awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to keep going with the Fabric Podcast. Michael, thank you so much for coming on today and thank you, Sarah. sharing this exciting news with everyone. We look forward to having you back on next time. Absolutely. Thanks, Sarah. Well, there you have it. The first episode of the Fabric Podcast. We hope you're as excited as we are. We're looking forward to sharing all about our culture and the culture of other companies. So like Michael said, if you are doing interesting things with company culture or you know of another company, please feel free to reach out, customer or not. And if you're not a customer and you think you might be interested in the visitor management system, don't forget, we do have a two-week free trial, no credit card required, at thereceptionist.com.